0: Hey there, this is Meg Brittle-Brown, the host of All Things Pageantry and Mrs. Texas Petite 2023. On today's episode, I have the amazing, the beautiful Allison Brown Wilkinson, Mrs. USA Petite 2022. In this episode, we talk about her beginnings in pageantry and her latest experience at the Universal Petite Pageant. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and even share this episode. Hi there, Queen. This is Meg Bertel-Brown and your host of the All Things Pageantry podcast. I have been in pageantry since I was 14 years old. I am a previous national title holder, the current Mrs. Texas Petite, owner of and pageant coach with the Crown Academy, and now a pageant podcaster. In this podcast, I will provide you with tips on how to step up your A-game as a pageant contestant, share amazing pageant stories from my sister queens, and keep you updated on all the latest pageant buzz. So come on, and let's dive into All Things Pageantry. All right, so welcome to All Things Pageantry podcast. My name is Meg Bertel brown Mrs. Texas Petite, and I am here with Mrs. USA Petite, Allison Wilkinson. Hi, welcome.
1: Hi, thanks for welcome, having welcome, me. Welcome.
0: Of course, of course. So um, I think we're going to start maybe backwards from from my agenda, because um, you just came back from Mrs. uh, Universal Petite, Mm -hmm. which has all categories. And um, I'm still seeing pictures all over social media about your time. Uh, You know, your pictures, uh, pictures that were posted by um, pageant planet mrs pageantry and everything so mm-hmm. you know what let's start off there how was that pageant because it was on a cruise right it was
1: it was it was so much fun it was it, i've never done anything like that i mean because yeah it was on a cruise and and i mean how many pageants are actually on a cruise probably not many. Yeah, exactly I, this is the only <laughs> one i've ever heard of and so that was really cool. Yeah. My whole family went, my parents went, my husband and my kids went. And so it was just fun to get to do that. Um, my husband and I had both been on cruises. Like I went when I was 18. So, I mean, to me, that doesn't count. 20 years is, <laughs> it just doesn't count anymore. <laughs> and, um, and so, and my parents had never been on a cruise. My kids had never been on a cruise. So it was this brand new experience for everyone. We None of us had ever been to Mexico. So it was just, all together awesome my boys were so excited because they got a passport and so you know you can't tell them anything (laughs) now because they're like well we can go wherever now i've got a passport and um yeah but it was just so much fun and now we'll say it's a little scary thinking about walking on stage in six inch heels on a boat luckily during the pageant itself it was smooth but that night before when we were practicing it was kind of rocky and like petite usa was practicing and i i mean i was getting off balance and i was like oh my gosh what is going to happen if this happens when i'm on stage and they're like you're just gonna have to just roll with it and so i was like please god please god please be smooth waters because we had some pretty rocky waters um Friday night and Saturday night coming into and out of Cozumel. But luckily, luckily it was smooth sailing when we were actually competing. So, okay. So during the pageant, you weren't docked, right? You at No, the no, we they were in the middle the of the golf. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. I yeah. was wondering, I, I, um, I don't know who I asked, but I'm like, how are these girls are going to walk in heels you know while the boat is is
1: sailing, but yeah, but i'm I'm
0: glad i'm I'm glad that it was literally smooth sailing during the pageant,
1: yeah, because it certainly was not the night before, but it it was fun. It was fun during the pageant. But just I knew that with fun fashion, like I had a couple of turns, and I just had told myself, I was like, okay, if it's bump, if it's you know if it's doing this, then we won't we won't be doing those turns. <laughs> right. <laughs> but luckily it was fine. I was able to do them, but it, yeah, it's definitely something you have to factor in. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Exactly. So during the pageant, you placed first runner up. Mm-hmm. How exciting was that? And you Is also it- were, were awarded several awards. So I'll let you talk about yeah. that
1: experience. Um, so it's, I'll, I'll just be, Honest with you, first runner-up is is good and hard at the same time. And for anyone who's ever been in a first runner-up position, it's it's a tough spot to be in because you know you're clo- you knew you were close but not quite there. And it's an honor, it's an amazing honor and responsibility, but it's also a little heartbreaking because you were right there. And so I would be lying if I said that. Oh, I'm just so excited. <laughs> um, I mean, I am proud. I'm proud that I was first runner up, but a little heartbroken at the same time, but that's okay because, you know, God has a special plan for every single one of us. And you know, you can't win every time you can't. And if you win every time, then you're not challenging yourself enough. So that's the way I looked at it. Um, I was super, super happy to win photogenic. I have I've only won Photogenic at a local level, so to win it at an international level, I was so excited because I was really happy about my my pictures. Uh, Matt Boyd did my pictures in Atlanta, and I have wanted to get headshots with him ever since I started pageantry. So that was just a really fun time that my mom and I got to go do the headshots, and I was so happy with them. Mm -hmm. And so then to win Photogenic, it was kind of the icing on the cake because... I've been so excited to get those and then to win the social media award for Facebook, the Facebook influencer award. I I try to do so much on Instagram and Facebook and to really raise awareness, not only with my nonprofit, but with all of our state Queens and all of our national Queens. And so that was, that felt good to get that because I really do work hard with that. So it made me excited and made me proud. And, And like I said, I'm proud that I was first runner up. Of course, I would love to have brought home the crown, but that's okay. I'm, I'm always Ms. Petit USA 2022. and Exactly. That's great.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, I have to say you were breathtaking in your blue and green gown. Oh, my gosh. I think you took everyone's breath away when you walked out because you just stood on stage with such confidence and such, you know, you could tell you were very comfortable, even though maybe you, you weren't. You were nervous, but you seemed very at ease on stage and very mm-hmm. just like you were just having the best time so
1: yeah it was and I'll tell you I so I designed that dress with Kelly Lynn in Vietnam and I started working on that with her about a week after I was crowned Miss Petite USA like there was no break we were immediately <laughs> jumping into Universal Petite so I'm kind of sitting here now like in a lull, like What do I do? Because we've been (laughs) universal petiting ever since we were crowned. But um I that was I've never worn green. And actually when I did my very first Mrs. Pageant, the place where I went to go get my first dress, the the person that was helping me, I tried on a green dress and he said, Green is not your color. You should never compete in green. And it really hurt my feelings because i love kelly green i just think it's such a pretty color and so i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna wear green and so i did you know i did the green and i thought it looked good so i'm so glad i competed in green
0: yes okay so where are you going to wear
1: the gown like
0: what is the next event or even like, do you just wear it around the house (laughs) just to be like, Oh my gosh, I love this dress.
1: (laughs) Well, I will be crowning my successor in that gown. I love it. Um, It's very heavy. It'll have to go on my carry on because I don't want it to weigh down my luggage going to Milwaukee, but um, I will be crowning in it. And um, I, I, I don't know what my next adventure might be, but that dress will be worn again in a competition. I will tell you that. I'm not sure where and when, but I will, I am going to compete again and I will wear that dress that this is my, the dress needs a crown and. um, (laughs) It is worthy of a crown for sure. Yeah. So I'm ready to be able to wear it with my petite USA crown and sash at nationals because it's, yeah. It's my favorite dress of all time, of course. And yeah, it's my favorite.
0: Uh, And that was my next question. You know, what are your plans? Do you, like, what, you know, what do you have a pageant in mind or a system in mind that you want to compete? Or are you still kind of up in the air, kind of just uh, coming down from the uh, universal petite high? Oh. Okay. No, well,
1: no. Um, we're we're you're back. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, I will say that I'm looking. I've got my eyes opened, but I guess I'm kind of bougie now because I've just been with the best of the best with Petite USA and Jenna, and so my standards are high. I, um, sure. I, for me to compete in another pageant, it will be something that highly reflects community service and expects you to wear your crown and sash and make an impact if if they're associated with the presidential service award well that's even more bonus points i just i want to be a part of a system that wants to make a difference that's important to me and that's why i joined petite usa i valued the same values as them and I've loved every minute of being here so I'm not leaving petite USA by any way shape or form we'll see what the future holds um, with that in um, my involvement I told Jenna that I'm never leaving <laughs> but um <laughs> but I do plan on competing again but I will tell you before I make any decisions I will be um I'll be talking to a a lot of people, I'll be talking to Jenna, I'll be talking to Allie Bowen, my coach, and Alicia Darby, like, they, I respect, I respect them very much, and I will be taking to heart their considerations before I do anything, so,
0: yeah, we'll Absolutely see, hear yeah, yeah, that, that's one of the first things that I tell um, the, the girls in the area who want to compete mm-hmm. in different, you know, who want to get out of local pageants and go on to, like, example miss miss texas usa or you know Mm -hmm. those kinds of things where they can go up to a national level i just say you know to make sure that they align that the pageant system aligns with your values and what you want to get out of it at the at the end whether you come home with the crown or just a lot of great mem you know memories without the crown it's really
1: how to enhance yourself right and you know one thing i've i've always heard and i agree with this is you can tell if a system's great by how many girls return and how many girls are returning this year from last year. There's a lot of them, and it's yes. and I and I can assure you that had I not taken home the crown, I would have been coming back. There's no yes. doubt; like I would have signed back up the next day. And there were several girls who did. And that's just because it was such a great experience. You're going to have so much fun. Um, and, and again, universal petite, that was so much fun. And even though I didn't take away the crown, I took away a lifetime of memories and also multiple connections all over the world that, that want to work with me for the queen of bags. So I'm already working on Germany and Puerto Rico. And so that's the thing. If, if, that's what comes out of this, then I'm successful. And I think, you know, every single girl that was there is successful in her own way. And it's just according to how she's going to use it.
0: Right. So let's get into that queen of bags. Where did that title come from? And I know that's, that's your platform as well. Mm -hmm. So um, give us some history and tell us what's going on currently.
1: Okay. So the queen of bags is my nonprofit organization and I started it in 2016. So my mom actually named it. She and I were trying to toy around because I kept being called the the bag lady, the queen, the bag, the bag queen. And I was like, is there something prettier than like the bag queen? Like these bags or those bags? Right,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> so, um, so we came up with the Queen of Bags, and it just kind of stuck. But I started it in 2016 after learning that when children enter foster care, they don't always have a bag of their own. And a lot of times they're given trash bags. And so my oldest son is adopted. He was adopted at birth. But I know that had his biological parents not made such a selfless decision that he he would have been in foster care. And he could have been one of those thousands of children that were shuffled around carrying a trash bag. And when I first learned about uh, the trash bag situation, I actually read it on an article from Together We Rise, in a, an organization in California and I called my mother-in-law. She worked, She formerly worked for the Department of Family and Children's Services in Georgia. She's now retired, but I was like, this isn't true, is it? I just assumed like, no, the state's taking care of this, and she was like, no, it happens every single day, and she was like, unfortunately, you know, state funds can only cover so much, and we're dependent on people to donate items, and we do the best we can, but we just can't take care of everything because children will literally come in with the clothes on their back and nothing else. And so right then and there, I had been in pageantry a few years and one of my former directors, I had been advocating for adoption and fostering uh, the whole time, but my, my director and friend, she kept telling me, but why are you doing this? What's your why? What's your reason? Like, how can you make an impact other than educating people and as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Well, there it is." And so I partnered with the Milledgeville JCs, which um some people know it as a junior chamber international, but the civic organization that my husband and I were a part of, and I went to them and I said, "Look, here's a need, and I would like to do something about it in our hometown, but I'm gonna need the funds to do it because I knew it would cost probably about a thousand dollars to do what I was wanting to do with that first round. And so as soon as we talked about it and we we addressed the need, the board immediately approved it. Like there was no discussion. It was like, yes, we're doing this. And so our first round of bags were through the JCs, and we, we established uh, an event called Thanksgiving back and we did it every Thanksgiving up until COVID. Um, And we actually won a state award and a national award for, the queen of bags and for our, um, Thanksgiving back, um, initiative. We also cooked a Thanksgiving meal for children in foster care who were able, who are currently trying to transition back to their families. Um, so we, we did this big meal and everything. And so that's how the queen of bags initially got started was with that first round. And then I started speaking to groups. I started, um, doing advertising and, then in 2020, right before COVID hit, some of my friends were like, why are you not a 501c3? And I was like, I just can't afford it out of pocket. And I'm not going to use the donations that people give me towards the legal fees. And that next week, they said, our business is going to pay for it. And so they um, helped me get, yeah, I know. And so they helped me get 501c3 certified right before covid hit (laughs) so um then it was kind of like rebuilding back but i was able to do a lot on social media and so it started with you know one one town and now we're in 30 states and three countries and working our way all across the world and hopefully completing the united states within the next year yeah oh wow that's awesome yeah
0: that is such a great story. I mean, from, you know, your personal experience developing through your community and now reaching so many, so many children across the country and shoot now across the whole world.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: So, yeah. It's crazy. Awesome. Well, I have to say thank you. Cause I'm actually adopted as well. I was adopted mm-hmm. the same day I was born. So I totally, you just never know. You just never know what mm-hmm. if my adopted parents didn't come by and adopt me. What where where I'd be, you know, Where right. I, it's, it's the same story with many, many children who, um, you're right, need, you know, need to be adopted and unfortunately are in the foster system.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: that's such amazing, amazing thing that you do.
1: Yeah. It's amazing how many people that since I've started this and since we've adopted our son that we've come across that they'll say, you know, well, I was adopted or I was in foster care or my siblings adopted or I'm adopting a child or it's just, it's amazing at how many people are impacted by adoption and fostering. It's, you just, you, you never realized it until you get until you really start talking about it. And, and it's beautiful to find out. I had no idea you were adopted. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So
0: how do your boys um, uh, support you and even your husband in this, in your pageantry journey? Are they into it? Are they like, okay, mom, you do your
1: thing. No, my boys love it. They love it. Like they, they have always been a part. I mean, it's been a part of their whole life. So they love it. They love doing it. They love stuff in the book bags. They help me with trash cleanups and beach cleanups and, Normally, anything I can do to involve them, uh, they're involved. So they've helped me deliver bags all over the southeast, southeastern South United States. They've helped in even Kansas and uh, Missouri. And, you know, now they've even gone to Mexico as a result. Um, so last year, Petite USA, I, it was important for me to take them and they had started school that Friday before, so they went to school Friday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then I pulled them out of school for three days, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I know they're fixing to start school, but they're going to miss three days, and um, they went with us to Milwaukee, and um, to have them there when I won was, I will never regret that decision, never regret it, and just to, to be able to have those moments with them and my husband right afterwards it it was worth it and I even I talked about that in my interview during Petite USA because they asked you know one of the questions they asked me was about being a mother and I, so I got to tell them about my infertility and adoption and all that and told them about them being there and it was just wonderful but they love it they think it's so great you know they pick out a girlfriend here and there and the <laughs> so i think i'm raising them bougie they're gonna be like they're gonna meet these girls and they're gonna to start to be like now what's your nonprofit organization how many community service hours do you have I'm like the bar is but that's good that's good yeah.
0: they've got questions already ready to to ask their their future girlfriend that's, right. that's
1: right and i can apologize in advance but they've got their standards right. set high and that's exactly. okay yeah, of course, of course. So tell me,
0: how did you get into the petite system? How did you hear about it? And, and
1: Well, so I oh. had given up my title with the Nation of States pageant, and I had been with them for three years because they had converted, they had changed names and rebranded. And so I had carried a state, a national, and then an international title with them. So when I gave up that title, in 2021, and in the summer of 2021, I was kind of like, kind of like where I am right now. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Like I was, you know, and I have a lifetime title with Nation Estate, So like, I'm like forever entwined with the, those girls. Like, I love them so much. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't because, you know, because that's hard to find a system that you love and you want to be a part of and give wholeheartedly too. And so I was just kind of was looking and looking at different pageants and Petite USA popped up on an ad. And I had heard of it before, a girl from Georgia that I had known through pageantry had done it, I think it was in 2017. So I remember seeing her pictures and I was like, let me go take a look. And I went on the website and I started looking and I told my best friend, I was like, oh my gosh, look at this website, look at this, look at the, you know, all of their, you know, accolades and things that they were doing. I watched the pageant from the year before and I was like, we're doing it. We're doing it. This looks amazing. And I was 100% right as soon. But as soon as I went and looked at their website and read about them, I knew, I knew that they were, they were something different and something special and I was right.
0: No, I, you know, I've been in this system for a couple of years and I absolutely love it. And I even have friends from other pageants that I've met in Texas mm-hmm. asking me, you know, how do you like it? How, you know, how, how's the community service part of it? And so a lot of them are transitioning from the systems that I met, met them in,
1: into wanting to do petite. So I think that's yeah. great. I mean,
0: I uh, think once you yeah.
1: I have two of my sister queens from nation estates. They just gave up their titles. They're kind of like me and they had been in it and it's a mother daughter and they're coming to nation estate. I mean, they're coming to petite USA this year as um, an elite and a teen. And I'm so excited because they're so involved in community service and just such wonderful people. And I've been friends with them for, you know, like three years and to see them now come over as well, because, they, they value the same things I do. And so when they reached out, I was like, yes, you will love it. You will love it because, <laughs> you know, you're so involved in your community and I'm so glad to see them. But yeah, so many people are wanting to be a part of this system because they see how amazing it is and they see all of us getting out there and mm-hmm. it's just, it's a, it's a sisterhood unlike anything I've ever experienced.
0: Yes. Yes. That's for sure. That's for sure. And just looking at, um, so I'm in the, I'm in the Mrs. uh, category, Mm -hmm. but just looking at the other Mrs. Contestants, I mean, they do a lot of work in their community and they are very active. So I really cannot wait to meet these women, amazing women face to face and just talk, you know, talk about
1: uh,
0: highs and they're not so great highs and how they came up, you know, just to, just to talk about with them about what they do.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've talked to so many of y'all, and I watch everything y'all are doing, and I'm just like, I cannot wait to actually see you all in person. You know, I know a couple of them because they were there last year, but to get to see them again, and then to get to meet all of you in person, I loved when I got, you know, as I get to talk to people and see the things that they're doing, just to be able to, you know, acknowledge it and be like, oh, this is so awesome, just. Y'all are y'all are amazing. It's just so much fun to watch and just to, to see. And I just I just can't wait to see who's going to take home the crown because it's going to be tough competition.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm 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 ready. But yeah, so
1: <laughs> we'll see. So tell me, so what was your first
0: pageant that you ever competed in?
1: Well, so as a Mrs., my very first pageant was Mrs. Georgia America. But my very first pageant was uh, Little Miss Pine Seedling when I was about, I think, pre-K. Oh, I love it!
0: <laughs> little you can tell Miss-
1: from I- the south, Little Miss Pine, <laughs> Pine Seedling. Yeah, yes. uh, but yeah. So,
0: so the community where, where you grew up in, are there like tons and tons of little pageants throughout the community almost every week of the year? Because that's how it is in Southeast Texas.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a small town. I'm a very small town. We do have a pageant, like our community pageant once a year. And, um, and that, so that's what we have. But then, but we do kind of have a a history of pageantry here. Miss Georgia's um, outstanding team from last year's from here. We also have a Miss Georgia's outstanding team from 2015. So we kind of have, we have a pageantry bug kind of going on in our community and we have some, you know, we have some girls that are, that are out there kicking it. So small (laughs) town, but you know, big dreams. And yeah, Yeah. but yeah, but other than that, no, you're going to have to kind of go somewhere, go to Atlanta or Savannah areas to to do the pageants. Uh, There's only, there's only that one that I know of that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, um,
0: what is one thing that you learned about yourself doing pageantry
1: i i mean i've learned that i've learned that i can do anything i've learned that you know having a dream is is more than okay it should you know you should you should you should get out there and and go and do but just being able to get involved in the community and really i mean if somebody had to told me 10 years ago that i was going to be Mrs. Petite USA that I was gonna be walking to New York Fashion Week and competing in Mexico or competing on a boat and having my own nonprofit. I would have been like, "What?" <laughs> but um, you just never know. But I, it's yeah, it's 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 just really taught me that you know never give up on your dreams and go for it. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are you know, you can make an impact and you can, you can go live out your dreams. I mean, I was doing a photo shoot in a swimsuit on a beach in Mexico two weeks ago, like, what? <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm a mom, I've given birth and I got to go out there and do a photo shoot. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So living my yeah. dreams, living my yeah. dreams out and hopefully showing my boys, you know, like, You have a dream. Okay. You can do it. Let's figure it out. How can, how can you do it? So. Awesome. And
0: what you were saying kind of ties into my next question is what advice would you give to a pageant contestant, whether new or seasoned?
1: I would tell them don't give up. It's, I mean, just keep trying for every win there is, there's a, there's a bunch of first runner ups and top fives and not placements and top 15s. And, and, you know, you can't most, most of the time, you can't just walk in and be like, I think I'll win a pageant today. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you can't pull an Elwood's, Woods, but so many times. And uh, to me, just don't give up. If it's something you enjoy and it's something you love, then pursue it and continue. And because every single time you compete, you're going to make yourself better. You're going to be a better person whether you take home that crown or not, just by getting on that stage, stepping in that interview and doing all those things, you're successful and you're making an impact because success, success is, is actually not only having a beautiful dream, but pursuing it and showing, you know, showing the efforts to make it happen.
0: Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and being present daily and not, you know, not giving up. Cause, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That is, um, we're going to wrap it up a little bit, but tell me, uh, what, do you have any last minute, um, things you want to talk about, about whether queen of bags or just life in general?
1: Well, I will say with the queen of bags, I'm always looking for people and groups who want to help. So if you're interested in bringing the queen of bags to your community, please reach out. I would love I would love to touch all 50 states. I'm really needing the the northern states, the Dakotas and Montana's and Washington and um and the central part of the United States.
0: This was a delightful conversation with her. And um, uh, you can check her on her social medias at Alison Brown Wilkinson. I, and I know she's an IG, an Instagram, and a Facebook. And you can still check her out on her Mrs. USA Petite social um, socials as well. So hope you all have a great evening, and I'll see you soon.